Hey, what's happening, everybody? Another week, another time for some Disney news with my good friend Jeremy from SpectroRadio.us. Hi, Jeremy. Yeah, not dot anything else. No. No, How why would you? you do that? I'm all right, man. I'm doing pretty good, honestly. Uh, you know, things are good over here. Taryn got her first vaccine, uh, first session of her vaccine today. She was telling me about it. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy for her. You know, I'm pretty uh, excited, and uh, it sort of goes along with one of the stories I have. But uh, you know, yeah, things are are moving in California, which, uh, if you've heard this show, um, are not doing not go, not not going well. Not doing well. Not going well. <laughs> not doing well. Not going well. A lot like this sentence. Um, yeah, things are bad here, but uh, hopefully. You know, we'll, we'll we'll have the numbers uh, drop a little bit and everything will be fine, man. Yeah, you'll get your vaccines. Everything is going to be just great. <laughs> that's right. You that's know what's right. not going to be great? What's that? My camera keeps freezing, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the camera that I was like, hey, if it freezes, just don't mention it so I don't have to edit this out. Yeah, that are, one. Are you getting back at me for, for, being, for abusing you on Twitter or what? <laughs> No. <laughs> the back and forth on Twitter is my favorite thing ever. Yeah. It and is uh, I can't wait for whatever comes my way tomorrow. <laughs> well, look, man, you and I had a long conversation last week, and you're like, you should really be on Twitter more. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So the only person I know to pick on is you. <laughs> I know. I seriously didn't think that that was just going to mean you were going to troll me nonstop <laughs> 24 hours a day. But. <laughs> Well, there it is. Look, man, I, I don't have any answer to that. I don't know anybody else. I, I thought about like all the other people I could possibly like uh, reply to on Twitter, and uh, I don't know any of them. <laughs> well, I think the whole point of Twitter is that you should, you know, be talking to other people. Oh, not just people that you know, right? Because that'll expand, that'll broaden your horizons. Yeah, I don't want to do that, and that's what we need to do. No one wants to do that. Yeah, because your horizons right now are a little me-centric. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I don't even know what you're referencing. <laughs> I don't really think I reference anything. I think I do. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's just troll, troll, troll. Yeah, that's it. Don't stop, though. I think it's fun. I love it. And uh, we'll keep it going. I would never stop. Uh, another thing you should never stop is is the 21st Amendment, Jeremy. Their Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer has been a longtime favorite in the stable of 21st Amendment beers. Now, Hell or High Pomegranate is their latest offering as part of their new Hell or High line of beers. This California Bay Area brewery has done it again, creating a fun and refreshing beer which pairs well with the season. Hell or High Pomegranate is made with real fruit and is sweet and slightly tart. It's a perfect beer to enjoy during this time of year as the days are short and can brighten up any rainy or wintry day. Behind all that soft and elegant pomegranate flavor and aroma is a wonderful wheat beer with its biscuity, light bready notes, and at a mere 4.9% ABV is quite enjoyable. Hell or High Pomegranate is available across the country where 21st Amendment beer is sold. So go out and uh, support the 21st Amendment because they support the show. And, uh, you know, Hello High Pomegranate. I'm looking forward to trying some. Personally, I, I haven't had it yet, but, uh, you know, I'm very Jeremy-centric, apparently. So can't really get out. <laughs> can't really do it. <laughs> get your Hello High Pomegranate. Come on. I will. Don't, I will. don't waste any more time. I would never do that. I'll try to never waste any time. Um, hey, Thomas, what's up, dude? No, oh, we got people in the chat. Yeah, Thomas, you made it. 
Uh, all right, Jeremy, why don't you go first, huh? Take us through one of your stories, one of the old Disney oh News arenas. This is, it rocked the foundations of Disney this week, if you haven't been paying attention. This week, Disney announced on Monday an end to their Magical Express. Do you know what Magical Express is? Yes, Taryn and I took it to the airport from uh, sure. the Grand Floridian. And it was magic. It was pretty cool. As far as bus rides go, like, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, well, for those of you who don't know, the Magical Express was the Disney bus service that transported Disney hotel guests to and from Orlando International Airport. And it was complimentary to all Disney Resort hotel guests. Uh, it was launched back in 2005. The service was a clever trick by Disney to keep their guests on their property in the Disney bubble while offering a valuable add-on to the cost of their stay. Prior to Magical Express, Disney guests had some lackluster options in getting from the airport to the resort, mostly local area taxis, which tended to be dirty and overpriced. I can tell you something. I took a local Orlando taxi a few years ago. Yeah. And it's not even just like a dirt, like, you know, I live in, you know, I work in New York City and I've seen some pretty gross cabs. This one <laughs> was something like I've never seen. First of all, not to get too gross, but this rather large gentleman who was driving us when he got out to help us with our luggage, uh, I noticed a certain brown stain on his pants and um you can just imagine how pleasant the rest of that 40 minutes was from the airport oh god it was horrible um so they're overpriced they're dirty you had the option of renting your own car um, or you had the famous Mears shuttle Mears is the big local transportation company in orlando that also operates many of the taxis in the orlando area Mears, it turns out, was a winner in Disney's decision to launch the Magical Express because they were granted the rights to operate the service. So Disney didn't oh. run this themselves. They slapped their logo on the Mears buses. Um, the logic was that with guests without their own cars now on the large Disney property, which is the size, I'll remind you, of two Manhattans, uh, they would be less inclined to leave the vast resort for other destinations like Universal. Uh, organizing such a journey without your own car was difficult as it required a taxi, which often came with some bonuses that I've already mentioned. But uh, since 2005 and with the later advent of easy transportation options like Uber and Lyft, leaving the Disney bubble has become a lot easier, faster and cheaper than it was when taxi cabs had the monopoly on local transportation and using the Magical Express no longer guaranteed that guests would spend all their money at Disney. Well, this week it became official that the Magical Express will cease operations in January of 2022. Magical Express in its early years was really popular. In 2009, it carried 2.2 million people to the resort from the Orlando airport. Um, it was so popular, in fact, that Allegiant Air, which had previously been landing all their flights at the Orlando Sanford Airport, moved their flights to the Orlando Orlando International Airport, partly based on the fact that their guests needed to access the Magical Express. Um, though I should note that it subsequently returned to Sanford Airport due to higher costs at Orlando. Uh, though it was a free transportation option for guests, uh, resort guests, it was often a cumbersome option. Uh, you liked it, but upon arrival at Orlando, you know, guests could wait in lines 
like up to 40 minutes long. I stood there and you're just like waiting to get assigned to your bus. And that's just to get assigned to the bus. Then that bus is going to make multiple stops at different resorts, adding more than an hour to what should be a 25 or 30 minute trip. So I, you know, I used it, especially if money's a little tight. You're like, you know what? Let's take the free ride. But Express is the biggest misnomer in, <laughs> in Magical Express. There's nothing express about it. No, well, and I I have that basically that problem with uh with shuttles to the airport, right? Just not even these, but like all the you know the the they they come to your door and whatever, um because you know they do the same thing where you're just sitting in there with a group of six people or four people or whatever as they go to all the area hotels and pick everybody up and you're like I just want to pay yeah. I'll just pay thirty dollars for three days of long-term parking like it's so much easier but i like the bus uh you know like i said we took it from the the hotel to the airport so i didn't experience any of that um oh yeah because did you notice because return transportation required you to be ready for your express no sooner than three hours prior to your plane's departure yeah um that was a little one time i think we had a 7 a.m flight and they were like be ready at 2 30 what (laughs) what is happening um yeah i did notice that uh but i think we just had to be ready by like 10 or something like that it wasn't that bad it wasn't so bad no well that's good yeah because also it's like whoa well we could have gotten an extra hour in the park you're like yeah i guess but at that point we'd been there for six days so you're kind of like uh it's time to go i'm all right yeah when I am leaving, it's just, it's over. Like, I don't, I'm not like, let's do one more thing. I'm like, let's just get the hell out of here. Let's just get to the airport. It's over. I just, I need to have a burger at the airport. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I'm the same way. Disney noted in its announcement that bus service from Orlando International Airport, the Walt Disney World Resort and Port Canaveral, where the Disney Cruise Line operates from, will remain in service. So if you're a Disney Cruise Line guest, don't worry. You're not going to have to get yourself over to the Cape. Uh, In response to Disney's announcement, the Mears Transportation Company announced their regret at the decision, but said they still plan to offer shuttle service to and from Orlando Airport, though, of course, that will come at a price. So no more free transportation to and from the airport for Disney Resort hotel guests. Um, and that's it. Bummer. That's my story. I don't understand what the lo- – I mean, like you said, it doesn't guarantee that, that Disney guests stay in the bubble, but who cares? I mean, I, I guess it's one of those amenities where you don't need to have it because people are still going go to go like, – it's not a deciding factor on whether or not someone's going to stay on property. So who cares, I guess? Um, but is that sort of, do you think, indicative of what the future holds for all these certain amenities in the parks where they're just going to slowly be chipped away? So that's it. Yeah. So I'm, so personally, I never I didn't really I don't care that it's going away. For me, it was worth it to spend twenty five dollars and just get to my resort. I yeah. didn't really care about Magical Express. It mm-hmm. wasn't, you know. Um, but I do think that there are people who are looking at in the context of here's one more thing that's gone. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not removing the charge to park as far as we know. You still have to pay to park at Disney Resort. So it's like, well, you yeah. took away my free ride and now you're still going to charge me to park. Like, so I do think mm-hmm. it's just like it depends on how you're looking at it. And it is. It is something that's being taken away and they're not reducing hotel rates to compensate for that. No, so. no, not at all. Of course not. Yeah. 
Well, Jeremy, uh, you know, as you're aware, COVID-19 is still around, of course. Uh, and as it continues to spread here, especially in California, uh, much has been made of the less than effective rollout of vaccines, both here and in the rest of the country. Gavin Newsom, governor of California, has frequently been a target for some of Disney's executive team, laying the blame for Disneyland not being open squarely on the governor's shoulders. Short-sighted would be the nice way that I could phrase that, but moving forward, Newsom recently announced that the state will be stepping up its vaccination plans by opening mass vaccination sites in five locations across the state. Super pods, or points of distribution, are to be set up at Dodger Stadium in L.A., Petco Park in San Diego, where the Padres lose, Cal Expo in Sacramento, home of the State Fair, and, as a fun fact, where you can find those old giant letters spelling out California that used to be in front of DCA. Uh, I can't for the life of me find out where the fourth one is, but the fifth one announced this week will be at Disneyland. Those of you who, like me, had dreams of walking down Main Street and getting your jabs in front of the castle, grabbing a churro and skipping your sore arm back home, will be disappointed to hear that the super pod for Orange County will be at the Toy Story parking structure on Catella. <laughs> and in fact, it's already up in less than a week. Disney and the Orange County Fire Authority have set up this super pod with the ability to issue 1,000 vaccines per day, which is pretty cool, honestly. If you live in the OC area and are in the 1A tier of risk, meaning healthcare worker or over the age of 65, you can make your appointment through the Othena Healthcare app or uh, you know, by now you've probably already researched it if you live in that area. So uh, you know, check that out. They are saying if you if you if you're not a frontline healthcare worker, if you're not over the age of 65, do not make an appointment. Like, st- don't just try to squeeze in or whatever. Uh, you know, the goal is to to get all the healthcare workers vaccinated first, and then you know, trickle down from there. Other sites will open in the OC eventually, including at Knott's Berry Farm. That could be kind of fun. Officials are hoping to use the Disney site as a template to increase efficiency at any future locations. Newsom aims to have enough doses of the vaccine to administer to most everyone in the state by summer of 2021. And I think that's that's uh, having the actual doses, not actually administering them. Because I also read another article where uh, OC wants to vaccinate everybody in the county by the end of summer. Or no, by July 4th, I think is what it is. So, you know, I don't know. I don't think that those two end goals sort of jive, but, you know, we'll see. That'd be uh, that'd be really great. Uh, California is among the worst states when it comes to COVID numbers. We have the most cases of infection across the country with over 2.7 million positives and the third most fatalities at over 31,000. Across the state, we only have about 1,100 ICU beds available at the moment, and that is steadily declining. So things continue to get rough out here, but hopefully with the vaccinations uh, sort of going full throttle, we can see everything sort of, you know, calm down a little bit and, uh, and you know, we'll be protecting everybody. And I'm excited about that. But yeah, man, when I read that Disneyland was going to be a, uh, and this is the problem, man, with the, 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 the fake news media, right? Where, you know, you read these headlines where it's Disneyland is going to be a site of the thing. Not really. It's the parking lot. Like, they didn't know. And so I read the thing. And I was like, oh, man, Disneyland? I wonder where it could be. Oh, and then I'm trying to rationalize, right? I'm going, well, I'm talking to Taryn. I was like, oh, it makes sense. Because, you know, that you can, you can line people up down downtown Disney, through down Main Street, and maybe, you know, whatever, right? Like, I'm right. fantasizing about this thing. No, it's these giant, like, two giant tents. 
which of course it is. It's a mass fact. It's not going to be one little old lady with a, you know, Florence Nightingale hat on, just giving you <laughs> your jabs and sitting there talking to you, handing you juice and cookies for fifteen minutes. It's not. Of course not. <laughs> you're you're getting. You're probably doing a hundred or two hundred people at a time. Well, and it's in a parking lot far away. I think people are like, oh, wow, yeah. you know, we're going to be in the queue for Splash Mountain. <laughs> that would be great. Jabs, jabs, anyone? Vaccines, vaccines. <laughs> we got right. Pfizer, we got Moderna, vaccines. It's not going to be like that. <laughs> but it That's should right. be. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I was a little disappointed because like, oh, the Toy Story parking lot. But it still is kind of cool to like get your vaccine on Disney property if you're just, you know, for me, that's like, it's like people who, you know, do the run Disney thing or, you know, get, I, you know, I don't know, whatever. Some like celebrate their birthday at Disneyland and they remember that forever. This is kind of a cool thing. So, I don't know that I want to associate a vaccine with my, the happiest place on earth. Well, it's the happiest parking lot adjacent. So <laughs> you'll still be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I do want to associate my vaccine with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Can you imagine remembering the exact stall that you're in and then you park there every time? That would be, <laughs> that would be cool, dude. I would try to do something like that. And then I would get disappointed that I couldn't, because like, like, it was like, you know, taken up. Like, why is everyone in my spot? Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Well, speaking of California and Disney, according to reports in the Orlando Business Journal and the Washington Examiner, the Walt Disney Company is in talks to relocate some of its offices from California to Florida, specifically Lake Nona. Sounds like, you know, it's like the, the aunt of the or the grandma of the of the lake. That's right. Nona. A Disney spokesperson said, quote, as the largest employer in central Florida, we are always exploring opportunities for additional locations within the vicinity of our theme park. But there is nothing concrete. Um, so Lake Nona is like this, one of these, you were talking about these the last time we recorded, I think about these like master planned communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like around here. A Lake Nona is just another one. Okay. Um, so this is not that much of a new thing. I mean, Southern states like Florida, Georgia, Texas have had higher growth rates than many states in the Northern reaches of the country in California for many years. Now, this is a trend, though, that has since increased since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, to be sure, companies such as Tesla, Goldman Sachs, Hewlett Packard, Hewlett Packard, Morgan Stanley, Barclay, Citigroup, just to name a few, have relocated or have announced relocations prior to or during the coronavirus can- pandemic to such places as Dallas, Nashville, Houston, North Carolina, and even Salt Lake City. Florida, for its part, is rated as the second most business-friendly state in the union after Texas. So it's no surprise that Disney, with an already robust stronghold in the central Florida region, may want to shift more of its weight to the Sunshine State. Disney in the state of California also suffered a little erosion in their relationship this summer, um, as the state of California was has been a very aggressive in its statewide shutdowns designed though not successful, as you know, in suppressing the coronavirus. Um, Disney executives failed in their attempt to persuade California officials that the safety precautions they had implemented in Florida would keep their guests in California safe. So now it appears that the landscape of Florida is drawing even Disney and some of its offices over here. So that could be... That could be interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, especially there is a lot of like, you know, film production happening in the South and stuff like that. So, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. 
you know, and and California I mean, is weird. Like you, you know, you 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 noted that uh, you know it's unsuccessful the uh, the halting the spread of COVID because we're like we're like three states in one. We're very weird. You got Northern California, which is we're technically a part of, but I'm talking like extreme, like Yreka and like the state of Jefferson. If you don't know about them, they're they want to seed from California because they're, they're yeah, I've heard about Jefferson. It's so weird, dude. It's like you know, on, like on the 5 driving up through Oregon, you see there's this guy's barn and on the roof it says you're now entering the state of Jefferson and it's <laughs> been going on forever and ever and it turns out like one of the people that are supporting this the secession of the state of California to, you know, to break off is like some dude in Russia. Like it's this whole thing, man. <laughs> and they don't know it. These like the yokels up upstate have no idea. They're just farmers and, you know, people who just like, I don't like the taxes and the libertarian, whatever. Um, and then you have people in, in Orange County who, you know, are directly contributing to the spread of COVID by demanding nobody wear masks and holding big protests and having large gatherings in their homes. And I mean, that's everywhere in the Bay Area, too. It's just it's weird, man. And then you got people out in the you could break it up on like the coast, Northern California and like Central California. Those are like the main uh, and then I guess Southern. But it's weird, dude. California's a weird mix of people. And uh, I'm not entirely sure I really like it anymore. I just love that there's a random guy in Russia. Yeah, he's just like we'll get Russia. into the seed soon. He's just funny soon enough, Igor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pronounced Igor. Is it Igor? It's a young Frankenstein. Bob joke. Igor. Bob Igor. <laughs> uh, well, Jeremy, you know. Oh, speaking of uh, the, our last show, <clears throat> before I get yeah. into my, uh, I'll treat this as a segue to my second story. Uh, Rob from Bantha Milk Pod was listening to our last show, and uh, here's his uh, – he, let me read you his email. He's, it's not really feedback, but he was just like chatting to me about it, and uh, he said, uh, I listened to your last show. First off, Bev is wrong. Star Wars is not boring. She and Jeremy need to have their brains checked. <laughs> First of all, who says check your brains? Yeah. I'd like to, hi, doctor. <laughs> I'd like to have my brain checked. Yeah. Ro- Rob Spierre told me I need to. And he said, second, I'm so sad that you don't like The Mandalorian. I guess that's why they make vanilla ice cream for people who do not like cool things like <laughs> mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> um, I don't know. And then he goes on. Like, how, yeah, go ahead. You know how he showed us a picture of him? Says, people won't care about this. He, in, in the, I think it was a secret show or maybe it was a Christmas show. He was on a show. Mm-hmm. And he showed us a picture of himself on Double Dare. Yeah, he was in the the quarantine, the last Tiki Room. Rob was on Double Dare. Yeah, yeah. And I I recently saw like a picture of the original um, vacation movie with Chevy Chase. Yeah, he looks exactly like the son. He kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah, and yeah. it's just been like I've been meaning to announce that uh, connection <laughs> that I've made for a long time. And since you brought Rob in here, I figured I would make that announcement. Yeah, for sure. Uh, apparently on February 7th, uh, there's a big Star Wars podcast day, I guess, where a lot of Star Wars podcasts are doing a show because it's the first day uh, the first Star Wars podcast was broadcast or I don't know. I don't know whatever's what? going on. So I'm going to try to together at once. Yeah, I guess it's just going to be like everybody has a Star Wars podcast. Go live and we're all going to just generate the thing. So uh, we're going to try to get them hooked up to our YouTube feed. So whenever they do shows, they're going to go live. But I'm hoping that it'll have uh, we, we can do it for the first one on 
on Star Wars Podcast Day. So look forward okay. to um, look forward to that. Also, if you're a Star Wars fan, they just started a, a group um, on Facebook. It's called Sacred Jedi Texts. So uh, look them up, join their group, and uh, you know be nerds. That's Rob's group, Sacred yeah. Jedi Texts. Yeah. I think it should be like Bantha Milk's Sacred Jedi Text. Like they've got to co-brand it. I agree. But maybe not. I mean, maybe they don't want to scare people away who aren't fr- or don't care about the pod. And it's just a way to sort of drip feed them information of the pod. Got it. I don't know. Either way, it's yeah. fine. You know, whatever. I, wasn't, I didn't sit in on that strategy meeting, so I can't really say. Yeah, well, sure. I didn't invite you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, man. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, as I was talking about Star Wars... The history of Star Wars video games, much like its movies, is varied. The Star Wars universe lends itself quite well to the endlessly creative space of video games. The Star Wars name has been on hundreds of games for consoles and computers since the invention of both, and for a while it seemed like time was up for a computer-generated version of a galaxy far, far away. Lucasfilm Games later to become LucasArts, which was the arm of the Star Wars gaming industry, had a less-than-stellar reputation of publishing its own games. Buggy releases, lazy storylines, and a declining quality in artwork led the Star Wars games to slowly fade from popularity. When Disney bought Lucasfilm back in 2012, I believe it was, their gaming segment was already on its way out, resigned to simply licensing its content to other publishers. Shortly after that deal was complete, Disney announced the closure of the LucasArts arm while delivering a multi-year licensing agreement to Electronic Arts. Now, EA has its own history of producing buggy content, as any gamer out there will, will tell you, uh, but that somehow never stopped them from making games. I mean, EA Sports is, is definitely the most famous you know, part of that. They do uh, Madden you know, football and, and the MLB games and all that kind of stuff. So, um, Oh, I used to play SimCity 2000 years there ago. You go. Yeah, there you go. See, you're an EA gamer, kid. Sure. Yeah. Well, this week, Jeremy, Disney announced the return of the Lucasfilm name and will be used solely for any Star Wars or any other Lucas IP uh, moving forward. Now, while this doesn't mean the company will start creating more games in-house, it does mean that we should start seeing more Star Wars games come from game houses that know how to actually package and ship quality. And in fact, just today, the newly revived company announced a partnership with games company Ubisoft, to create an open world Star Wars video game. Now, if you Ubisoft, don't, is that isn't that, isn't that a musical group from the nineties? <laughs> I think it's Hoobastank, is what you're, you're thinking of. Hoobastank, yeah. <laughs> this is Ub, like with a U. Ubisoft and Hoobastank are very different. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounded similar. Yeah, well, you only say Ubastank if you're 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 continental. Um, <laughs> now, if you don't know what an open world video game is, that's, you know, okay, it's think, think Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption or Cyberpunk. It's a game where you can truly go anywhere on the map. It's not just linear. You go point A to point B and you follow the thing. You can veer off and go to point F if you want to and just kind of do whatever you want. You can hang out. And it's something that Star Wars fans have been asking for. For, ye- for literally for years. Uh, and details on the game are sparse, and in fact, Ubisoft is still hiring for the project, meaning we're not going to see this thing for five years. I mean, it takes three or four years to even produce a video game. So uh, we're, you know, we're a few years out. But it is exciting, nonetheless. Ubisoft will be using their Snowdrop 
engine, uh, famous for delivering high-quality graphics in the Division game series. If you ever played the Division or Division 2 came out a couple years ago, they're very fun games, very high-quality. Um, they have good mechanics, and they're, they're a solid, uh, solid video game. Five years from now seems like a long time for a video game. I mean, if you're developing it now, the whole five years, will we even be playing video games in five years? Like, who knows what we'll be doing? We could be flying. Well, we could do both, man. I mean, yeah, for sure. Well, I think five years, it could be three. I don't know. I mean, they're still, they're just, they're starting to hire for it now. So who knows? I don't know how far along they are. They could honestly already have, you know, uh, 5% of this game done from some other arm of some other company. Like, I, I have no idea. But uh, it's going to be exciting. I mean, maybe I think the soonest we could see it is in three. That's my opinion on it. Well, we probably won't be flying in three years. No. But four and a half, watch out, baby. Yeah, I'll be the rocket man. <laughs> you, then. you already are, man. Uh, <laughs> this news comes on the heels of yesterday's announcement of an Indiana Jones game in the works from another uh, games company called Bethesda. Publishers of massive hits like Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Doom, Quake for you uh, 90s kids, uh, just to name a few. So it seems like Lucasfilm Games is leaning into its freedom now that its exclusivity contract is up with EA and is really letting some other big names in gaming take a crack at the Lucas Archives. So I'm pretty excited about it. You know, there's a couple of Star Wars games that have come out recently that have been very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, seeing what everybody else is going to be doing with this. Did you ever play Mist? You know what? I did play Mist. I hated it. I couldn't friggin' I couldn't do anything with it. My I remember yeah. sitting there, my friend's Apple, and it's like, I don't. What am I doing? <laughs> what are we doing? This is no. Actually, it was a gateway. Um, and I was like, this is stupid. We had the book, you know, because like back then, you 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 couldn't look anything up, so you had to buy the game, and then you had to buy the book to figure out the game. It was a perfect, uh, you know, racket. Flipping yeah. the pages, going, oh, you got to take notes. Okay, this three, four. When you pull this lever, then you have to go across. To, but it takes ten minutes to go across to see what the lever did, and it's like it's a complete waste of time. Taryn used to play it, and then you know we have like a VR set, the Oculus or whatever. They yeah. they remastered Mist for the Oculus, and Taryn's oh. like, oh my god, I have to play that game. I'm like, <laughs> okay, sure, let's buy it. First of all, twenty five dollars. I'm like, okay, fine, let's do it. Because you can get a 14, it's like a 14-day return policy because in VR, things can get you motion sick pretty fast. Mm-hmm. She played it for like 10 minutes. She goes, I hate this game. <laughs> I hate this game. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't figure anything out. I'm like, yeah, so it's like mist. Although you can't actually look anything up because you have these stupid goggles on your head. You can't go Google anything. So right. we returned. <laughs> well. Anyway. Yes, I do. Now safely on the ash heap of history, I think. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Wow, Jeremy, it was a short show. Yeah, well, we're coming off of a two and a half hour, twenty twenty year in review. (laughs) I think we deserve a. I think we deserve a moment of brevity. Yeah. Well, and also there's still not a whole lot of news coming out. I mean, you know, it's the same stuff. You get. 500 news cycles of this new super pod or the uh, the magic liner, the magic mystery liner going away. And then that's kind of it. Right. I mean, I can tell you this. Uh, there's a rumor swirling around. <laughs> I posted it on spectralradio.us that the France expansion at Epcot, the bathrooms, <laughs> yeah. will be opening imminently, speaking possibly of, today or tomorrow. Who knows? Speaking of swirling around. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, well, that's cool, yeah, I guess. That's because the Morocco, the neighboring Morocco pavilion is going to be closing for a refurbishment. So yeah. um, people are all, this is the thing, everybody's been getting all excited because they took all the construction walls down. This is the whole Ratatouille expansion of Epcot France, right? So they took all the construction walls down. People were like, oh my God, it's happening. They're going to tell us soon. And they put up the shrubs, you know, the fake shrubs in the boxes or whatever. Yeah. And... Then I, you know, sort of threw water on that because it's like they only did that. They're not they're not going to be letting us on that ride yet. They're going to let us take a dump over there (laughs) if they need more bathrooms since the other ones are closing. So uh, if you're excited about new bathrooms, head over to Epcot. If you're excited about Ratatouille, sit tight. (laughs) Not coming anytime soon. (laughs) There's a third story for you. There you go. Go in the bathrooms and think about it. I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody, we are going to, oh, uh, wow, Thomas is demanding answer some chat questions. All right, what are chat questions? Let's what go. are his questions? I don't know. Well, There's no questions. Is he going to scroll up? Are you, I mean, you? I mean, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. I just well, did. There's no, and he didn't answer, he didn't ask any questions? No one asked any questions. Okay, so let's, uh, he, he did ask, someone asked, there are questions in the chat. I don't see them. So you tell Would me. Would you move to Florida to work for Disney? See, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. P. I only answer questions with proper punctuation. There is no <laughs> proper punctuation on this. Um, would I move? I don't know. No. I, wouldn't, I would probably move to SoCal to work for Disney, but I wouldn't move to Florida. But then SoCal sucks, so I don't know. I don't know. It depends on what would I do. I, had a, I have a dream of like, like if Taryn never had to move for work and we you know, move down to LA or whatever, I would try to get yeah. a job like figure finishing or something and like making, you know, like doing maintenance on figures and stuff. Cause I feel like I could do that. And then just, that's it. You just hang out. Do you have any experience in that arena? Uh, like painting models and stuff like that. Yeah. But not, oh. not a whole lot, not enough <laughs> to get a job, <laughs> but I would also do like, I don't know, man, work on the train or something, but that just seems like hot work. I don't want to do that either. Hot work. Yeah, riding in the that sun. train would be great. Yeah, but you're in the sun and you got to wear overalls and a hat and a handkerchief and it's like 110 and you're like, oh, kill me now. Those guys, <laughs> those poor bastards are sweating. They're all red faced like all the time. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't want to handle the, I don't handle the heat. Maybe though. you could get like a little fan. <laughs> yeah, maybe I could. <laughs> yep, come this way. Now boarding. <laughs> <laughs> A lady at the checkout at the store I was at yesterday had a little fan hanging around her neck. Oh, geez. But I was like, we're inside, and it's like 60 out. Like, I don't know. How, how hot are you? <laughs> also, uh, thanks for blowing your COVID everywhere. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even think of that, but that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Right. You didn't think about that? You've been no, in Florida too long. I was just kind I was like... Hmm, why is that fan there? <laughs> <laughs> You've been in Florida too long, brother. Yeah, um, yeah, Mr. P said it was a rhetorical question, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know, what would you do, Jeremy? I mean, you were basically already moving to Florida, but... What would I do in what, in what situation? <clears throat> are, you moving, are you working for Disney? Why don't you ever try to work for Disney? Move to Florida, no, work for Disney. No, thank you. No. I don't want to work for Disney. They're a terrible company. <laughs> they don't pay anything. No, they really they don't. They fire you the first chance they get. Yeah. 
you know, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of loyalty to their workers there. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think, yeah, I mean, I think you're probably right. The interesting part is like there's another Imagineer retiring, Kevin, someone who's like a big name Imagineer. Actually, there, and there's another one, the head of Animal Kingdom I read today is retiring. So they got a lot of these high level people retiring, and it's like, I don't know, maybe there's room for people, but maybe not. I don't know. I feel like you could just sort of go back to outsourcing a lot of this work. You don't need to keep people on salary for years and years. What are they doing? Well, by the look of Epcot, I would have thought they were already outsourcing a lot of it. <laughs> they might be. I don't know. I man. don't know. Look, I mean, I think it, there are people who really want to work. I don't mean, and I, I say like, oh, it's a horrible company. I don't want to <laughs> sort of make anyone feel bad who works there because there's no. people who just generally, genuinely want to work there. Yeah. Um, and I think that they get a lot of, satisfaction from what they do and working there. In fact, I was talking to some friends of mine um, who are employed there and there's this place called cast connection. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you know what this is, but it's where they liquidate all of the stuff from the stores. But not only is it just where they liquidate stuff from the stores, you can go in, if they refurb a room, you can buy the nightstands. For mm-hmm. like ten bucks, yeah. The bed, the mirrors, like they just everything that they get rid of for a refurbishment, they send it to Cast Connection, sell it. And I was like, "Whoa, what? I'll yeah. get a part-time job there if I can get into Cast Connection." Out here, it's called it's the Company D store. Oh, okay. And so we've been there before, but it's it's weird because like well, you know we've gone in a couple times, and um, actually I had a friend who bought chairs from I think Bengal Barbecue. <laughs> 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 and so you go to his, his place, <clears throat> and it's like you're sitting on the patio with Bengal barbecue chairs. Um, See, that's awesome. It's it is cool, um, but that stuff is rare to find. Um, most often, it's like cutlery, you know, like leftover mm-hmm. dishes or something. Like you know, no one really cares. Um, but it, that stuff goes very quickly. Any of the cool stuff goes before it gets put out on the floor to, goes fast. to buy. Yeah. yeah. But I think what they're doing also is um, – because sometimes you can go to Company D and find stuff on sale that is still in the park. Like I've bought mm. some – like so, actually a lot of the stuff I've purchased is from Company D. So it's like heavily discounted. But sometimes, yeah, like you said – like I said, you can find them in the park. But last time we went, it was packed – so uh, secrets out or whatever, because your cast members can bring you know friends in or whatever. Super packed, and the prices weren't very good anymore. It's all, I think they were like raising prices on the stuff in the company D store. It's like why this is oh, just it, yeah, it's just trying to make more money. But they also sell like milk and bread and cheese and some of the staples from the the, the, oh. the restaurants in the parks. You can buy those okay. at, at, at a discount for cast members, um, which I thought was very nice. I think that's a really cool thing to. You know, offer some of these grocery staples at a lower, at a lower cost in case people want it. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Company D. Company Cast D. Connection. Baby. Yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. Whatever. I think as far as loyalty goes, I, I think when you're entry level, there's no loyalty. I mean, I, I I think managers want to help you, and so if you're willing to be helped, maybe. But uh, you know, otherwise, no. But I think once you're like middle management, then you know they've invested enough time into you, or mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 worth it a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know many high ups. So no. But I, I don't know. I would work. For, I would work for Disney because it's sort of like if you treat it like a service job, then you know what to expect. You know. Sure. And that's it. Well, I heard, uh, you know, the, the big wig, Josh Tomorrow was at Epcot yesterday. 
Oh. And I wanted to get over there. And I just wanted, because he talks to people. He's very interactive with the crowds. He talks to uh, the employees. And I wanted to go up to him and just put my arm around him and point him at World Showcase and be like, <laughs> you think that looks good? <laughs> That's what I would have done. Uh, I think you should, man. I think you should have. I think you definitely should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. P is asking, when's the next Tiki Room? And I'm trying to look up. That's a good question. At our, at our calendar. Next Tiki Room is the 29th. Uh, our, actually, so here, our next uh, Ears Up show will be on the 21st, and it is uh, all about the Viewliner, so it's an addendum to the monorail, and that's a Terran show. Mm. Then the 29th is the Tiki Room. I can't do it. Oh, bummer. It's all right. Whatever. Uh, the 21st <laughs> will also be Secret Show, so there's that. So, yeah, looking forward to that, man. Oh, i got to get Terrence that book. Oh, shoot. Whatever. Mr. P only asks good questions. Yeah, I know. That's all he does, man. He should interview us. So, boys, what do you think about... Uh, I don't know, whatever. All right, let's get out of here, Jeremy. We're done. Yeah, let's go. I, mainly because I have to sit here now figure out how much of this to edit out. Probably a lot. I'm, I'm frozen again. I got I think... I, what do I do? My whole system's for tuts. Get a new computer. I mean, or get a new camera. I'm going to try that one. Yeah. And I also think that I, – so I'm on Wi-Fi. I'm going to try to wire this computer oh, wire into the it. network too. Wire it, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hardwired only. For, for, for all this video and audio, you need hardwired. Everyone, oh, should, everyone should be on hardwired. All right. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Jeremy, huh? Okay. Bye-bye. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to play the stupid song. There it is. Here it comes. All right, Jeremy. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. You did great with your stories. Thank you. Right. You too. Thanks, everyone, uh, hanging out in the chat. I appreciate you guys joining up. Um, and then we'll see you guys next time. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know why I ended the show like that. It's just a completely stupid Whatever. way to end the show. And when, I mean, maybe we'll see you. I don't know. If you want, no. It should be more engaging. Come back next time when we talk more Disney news stories. Myself and Jeremy, we're going to be yeah. at it again. And uh, because that's all we do. We don't do anything else but be at it. (laughs) Sometimes it feels that way. It really does. I know. It's like constant. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, everyone. (laughs) Thanks a lot. And uh, until next time, we'll see you.